Tell me a good documentary to check out. We're all checking out Don't Fuck With Cats. So where have you been? Check out Don't Fuck With Cats. And don't be a pussy. Hang in there. When uh, those videos of uh, what that guy did to the cats jump on the documentary, you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. All right? Hang in there. Get through that. And the rest of the documentary is really, really good. I have ca- Hey, Andrea, what's up? I love seeing people I know. Andrea Butters, another regular, another soldier. Who enjoys what I do and I enjoy what she does and uh, she's just cool. But she says she doesn't want to check out the documentary because she has cats. I get that. Don't fuck with cats. There's also a scene where this twisted fuck, you know, takes place in Canada. So a lot of you Canadians know this story already. He even like um, mailed body parts to like some of the politicians up there. He killed a dude. Um, sorry for the spoiler. And put it online. And more people were more disturbed with him killing cats online than killing an actual human being. Which leads me to think that the reason why humans like animals over uh, other humans is because animals don't have opinions. I finally figured it out. Because you walk these streets in New York and, you know, complete strangers will look at you and, and, and they give you a look like they want to spit on your face. But if they see a dog or a cat, well, you don't see many cats in New York City, so that was dumb. But uh, when they see a dog, then they just lose all control, and they're like, oh, my God, and they get on their knees like, oh, my God, and they're basically kneeing in dog shit because no one picks up their dog shit on the sidewalks. like, oh, my God, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then they're petting the dog like, oh, my God. And then as soon as they get up, you know, the first human they see, they want to spit in that person's face again. That's why we're all uh, concerned about Australia, finally. We weren't concerned when they said, oh, my God, these fires are, you know, uh, catastrophic, uh, catastrophic, uh, they're epic, Never seen anything like this in our lifetime. We've lost thousands of houses and people have died and all the land that was burned. And, you know, most of us were like, well, that's kind of sucks. But, you know, we live way over here, so it doesn't bother us that much. But then they knew how to get to us. They said the koalas and the kangaroos are being killed. Matter of fact, 500 million animals have died in Australia. Next thing you know, we're all about Australia and the fires. Because like I said uh, a couple minutes ago, we care way more about animals than people. Because animals don't have opinions. Bugs don't count. Are they putting bugs in that, in, in, in that number? Because I'm with you. I don't think bugs count. Although when it's all said and done, when Iran does their thing and then the United States does their thing and then another country goes, you know what, now we got to do our thing. And then the United States goes, oh, yeah, well, now we got to do another thing. And then Iran goes, well, here's our second thing. And it goes around and round and round because everybody's going to have to do their thing. And there's no more people on this fine planet of us. And we realize we blew it. The one thing that'll be left is bugs. Thank you. Opie Radio. Bird of prey. Bird of prey. Flying high. Flying high. In the winter sky. I'm pulling into Mustache Brewery out here in Riverhead. I'm meeting my friend Chris. You know him as Fish Guy Photos on Instagram. If you're a fan of this podcast, he was the guy that took me whale watching. And today, I'm going to meet Chris's uh, Chris's girlfriend, Emmy. Emmy is a red-tailed hawk, and we're going to be doing some hunting. Oh, yeah.
she's not going to do it. Though. She's not going to do it now. Not do of it. course, as soon as I turn on the podcast, uh, <laughs> Emmy is not going to do it. Uh, I'm with Chris. Uh, you know him as Fish Guy Photos on Instagram, and I, I get in your truck because uh, Chris has a red-tailed hawk. And uh, her name is Emmy. Emmy, yeah, good killing name. And I, I jump in the car and we're catching up. And uh, Chris is telling me I'm sorry about Carl and I'm filling them, uh, filling in some of the blanks. And next thing I know, in the back seat, I hear a <laughs> almost like a hiss, like a. <laughs> yeah, that's Emmy. So she's she's in a box. It's known as a giant hood, and uh, she knows the drill. When she goes in the giant hood, that means it's time to go hunting. So. When she hears the car stop and people talking, she sometimes thinks we're at the field. So she'll get loud again once we get to where we're going. So she's very excited to go hunting hunting to, uh, today. Oh yeah, this is what uh, this is what she does. This is what she does for a living. She go you know hunts squirrels, rabbits. Today we're going to try and see if we can catch a rabbit. Uh, we got some a field up in Riverhead that I'm going to go try. And you got to explain um, how hard this is to coordinate because me and you have been. Uh, talking about doing this for months but everything has to work out perfectly for this to happen yeah this is not an easy hobby by any means and then to coordinate getting it out with somebody getting out with somebody is even tougher so i got to coordinate the weather has to be good my availability your availability and most importantly emmy's weight i can't she can't be overweight and that's that's a key part of this because if she's fat she doesn't want to fly she doesn't want to hunt she she kind of doesn't even want to listen to me so i gotta monitor her weight every day so like i put her on a scale every morning a triple beam balance she sits there i get her weight this morning she weighed about 1250 grams so about two and a half pounds uh, and that's just about right i would have liked her a little bit lighter but uh that's what we're gonna go with and in various temperature today it's 52 out right now which is also making it difficult to yeah. get her out the warmer it is the less drive she has because she doesn't need to burn calories you know it's um wait so when she's the right weight it it simply means she's ready to feed again yeah i mean so hawks just like all predators will eat anytime food's available uh but there's also a a limit to how far they'll go to feed so for example is it worth taking a risk attacking a squirrel because a squirrel could bite her talon off, poke her in the eye, injure her for potentially for life, and in the wild could cause her to die. So she's always got to think, all right, I'm hungry, but I'm not that hungry to take that chance with the squirrel. But if an easy meal comes out, I'll grab it. So for a perfect example, a couple years ago, I was taking some friends out. Same thing, trying to coordinate everything. And she was a little bit heavy. So I was like, all right, let me take them to a field that I know that she'll be really good. She followed me excellent. Treetop to treetop followed listened i flushed a squirrel and she just sat there and watched it she wanted nothing to do with the squirrel but my friends were happy because there's this hawk flying and listening to me as i call her she's doing everything everything i say uh, but then like 10 15 minutes i flush a rabbit and without blinking an eye she grabs it and you know why would she grab the rabbit not the squirrel well rabbits don't hurt they don't fight back so it's an easy meal she was not quite hungry enough to tangle with a squirrel, but she was hungry enough to take the, the easier meal. And she was following me because she knows eventually at the end of the hunt, I'm going to feed her anyway. So that's, again, is a real easy meal. So she'll stay with me. But you can't, you know, but it's not starvation, though. You know, I want to make that clear, too. Is you don't want to, you can't starve the bird because just like us, if, there's, if you're starving, you don't want to work. Yeah. You, you don't want to do anything. So I've had days when I first started this 10 years ago where, you know, I'm still learning. She was still learning. And I got her weight down a little too low. And she wouldn't do anything in the woods. I mean, I'd flush things. She just sat there. She just sat, didn't have the energy. But as soon as she saw me reach for my bag, she landed on my arm. You know, so so there's a real big balance between it. And you know, like I said, you don't want to starve them, but you don't. You know, if they're fat, they're just like ah, I don't need to eat. All right. Well, I mean, I got so many questions now. So you've been <laughs> at this ten years. What what provoked you to uh, want to raise a red-tailed hawk? Well, to be honest with you, this was not a life. But like like lifelong dream of mine it was uh it really really well you know i i meet as fish guy i meet a lot of people and uh, a few years about 11 years ago now I, I i was working at a public aquarium and i met this guy who i'd known for a long time and then long story short turns out he was a falconer and uh, he offered to take me out one day with his goshawk on a rabbit hunt and to this day that is probably one of the coolest things i've ever done biggest experiences and it stuck with me and I went with him a bunch and at the end of that season because there was a falconry season we can get into that a little bit later but uh, at the end of the season 
he offered to be my sponsor. So to get into this, you have to be an apprentice for two years. So really, it was just dumb luck. Because honestly, before I met Mario, my buddy, I didn't think this even existed. Because this has been around for thousands of years. But I've only ever known it of TV shows, movies, maybe when you go to like a medieval fair or something like that. But I didn't think anybody actually practiced it. So he offered to be my sponsor as an apprentice. And I was, I was like, I'm in. I'll do this. And um, That is uh, very, very cool. And now the other question is, is this legal? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely legal. I've got, I've got permits. Uh, when I first got into this, you actually had to have a federal permit and a state permit. Right now, it's just state run. The feds gave it over to the state. But, you know, I have to file a report every year on, on her and how much how many things she's caught, uh, how she's done, if I let her go or if I lose her, all that kind of stuff. Um, when I first got into this, not only did I have to be an apprentice for two years, I had to take a test. I had to build a facility that had the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation come to my house and inspect my facility to make sure that it was good for a hawk. Because this is not just, you know, a you know a parakeet or turtle or some other animal that you have as a pet this is a you know this is a pretty serious animal and you know this is not meant for everybody plus the time and commitment as well this is it's so cool and obviously you you train emmy to the point that you're very confident to let her loose in the woods and she's going to come back uh at the end of the hunt yeah hopefully (laughs) you know no it is every time you let the bird go there's always a chance that something could happen you know but that's where weight management comes into play and, uh, you know, you, you, you do the right thing with the bird. Like I said, I've had her 10 years now, and uh, we've, we've had some good days, some really good days. Now, uh, I learned a couple things. I, I, I thought that uh, the red-tailed hawk could go as uh, fast as 120 miles an hour on a dive. I also learned that the red-tailed hawk mates for life. Is that unusual uh, with birds? No, mating for life is something that you see fairly common. Eagles will do that. Owls will do that. Um, but if, if their mate gets you know, osprey, um, but if their mate disappears for whatever reason, um, they will move on and find And they will move on quickly. Yeah. A what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't waste any time. You know, unlike, unlike us, their priority is passing on their genes. So they don't, uh, they don't mourn for too long. I say that because uh, after my dad died in a car accident, we put my mom in a home for a little while because she had to recuperate and stuff. She was already talking about meeting a fella like a week or two weeks into her stay. I'm like, holy crap, you were married for over 40 years. How about... How about you? How about you mourn for a month or so before you start this nonsense? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, hawks the same way, man. They just they move right on. They don't want to think about anything else. It's all about now. <laughs> I'm so glad that I actually uh, know you pretty well, Chris, because now we're going down roads here and on the outskirts of Riverhead. I would swear that you're some kind of serial killer, getting ready to put a bullet in the back of my head have sex with my corpse and then bury it in a shallow grave <laughs> yeah i'm sure the, the pants i'm wearing aren't helping the uh, the matter either oh my yeah. God, no. <laughs> uh yeah so that's the thing with the with this you know you got to find back lots and wood lots you know you're not doing this in neighborhoods because there's fences there's dogs there's things to deal with so yeah i'm always looking for new properties this is the place we're going now is a local farmer who's uh giving me permission to uh to hunt at his place um, again, it's big, wide open. This is the place right here on the left. So we're going to pull in up here at this driveway. Uh, and then we'll, we'll go and we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be fun either way. Now, uh, I also learned that the red-tailed hawk, I think, is uh, kind of spiritual, right? The Native Americans were really into the red-tailed hawks? Yeah, Native Americans were into not only the hawks, but eagles as well. You know, yeah. they, they, they put them pretty high up on the list as far as, you know, almost godlike with, with many of their um, uh, culture. Um, Ceremonies and headdresses and and whatnot. I uh, there's a eagle sanctuary outside of um, Philly in the suburbs. It's a little zoo, and it's all the eagles that are injured and can't fly anymore. And uh, it was fascinating because it it was a field with some water and rocks and trees, and they had the turkey vultures that were uh, just infesting the area that would take a lot of the food for the uh, injured eagles. It was a major problem. But I learned so much that uh, that you can't keep anything that an eagle drops, meaning you can't keep a feather, you can't keep uh, an eggshell. And these eagles are still mating even though um, they're injured and they can't fly anymore. And for whatever reason, maybe you could explain this, they actually destroy the uh, the, the eggs. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the details exactly, but it it could be because you know the the eagles learn from their parents. So if their parents can't fly and can't hunt, well, how are they going to train the chicks yeah. to to do that successfully in the wild? And then if they keep them, then they have more and more eagles to take care of. So right. it's probably in the best interest to just not keep to keep them. And we we have plenty of eagles, right? Yeah, we actually. I was at this spot two weeks ago, and when, when Emmy caught something, a bald eagle went over. Wow. And uh, it's something I got to be careful of because uh, an eagle seeing a hawk on the ground—that's a free meal. They'll come down and, and grab 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 the hawk or they'll try to grab the food. So usually, I try not to stay too far away. Yeah. From her. When it, it, eagles are interesting because you go to Alaska and they're they're as abundant as as uh, pigeons, yeah. and, and you'll see them just like feasting on garbage and whatnot, and, and it just gives you a different uh, feel for what an eagle is. Yeah, you don't realize that, that eagles are, are scavengers for the yeah. most part. You know, they're this majestic bird to yeah. us, but yeah. when you see them in nature, they're yeah. they're heads in the garbage. Oh, they'll eat a whopper, no problem. Oh yeah, no problem at all. I mean, I was up in Alaska this summer, and like I said, they're everywhere. It's like when you first get there, like, oh my god, an eagle, and then yeah. two minutes later, you're like, oh, another eagle, yeah. another eagle. Ah, I just stole my bait, you know. <laughs> damn, you know. Uh, so yeah, they're 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 definitely definitely a really cool bird. But when you when they're like that, it's you kind of lose it a little. We're in a nice little farm area. It's very uh, desolate. There's nobody really around. And where are we going to walk to? Are we going to walk past the horse? We're just going to walk past this 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 fence and into that little woodlot over there. We have to. Uh, I can't drive up close to this place. I don't want to run up run up their field with my truck. It's okay. going to be a little soft. So we'll park here. I'll carry Emmy in our box. Uh, up to there, and we'll let her go. And we get there this way. I can at least control where she's going to go. Cause I let her go now. She'll. She might go somewhere I don't want her going. Yeah. So, Emmy's Emmy, uh, being very quiet right now. Can we get a? Let's see if I shut the car off. All right, let's, let's see. And I open the door. All right, Chris is opening the door. Fish guy photos on Instagram, by the way. So you'll hear her bells. There she goes. So that's her trans. So she wears a uh, transmitter. This is the receiver. So when you, if I turn it on. You hear static and a yeah. beep. Yeah. She hears that. That gets her excited because she knows that's the last thing I do before we go. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm looking just at a she's, white box. What's in the box? <laughs> oh, oh, the box is rumbling now. She's probably more excited than you are at this point. So, yeah, she's, she's she wants to go catch something. All right. Uh, we're getting out of the truck, and uh, I'm going to meet Emmy for the first time here. Uh, you got a giant stick. What's the stick for? I call it my bush beater. So we're going to beat the bush and yeah. see if we can get things moving. So I like beating the bush. <laughs> so so what happens with uh, you know hawks and eagles and whatnot, they have amazing eyesight, but only when the prey moves. Okay. So prey is to hide, what they're going to do is they're going to sit still. Right. And especially rabbits. They'll just about let you step on them before they take off running. So that's you know what the stick will do because... Again, they're in the briars. I'm wearing these thick pants so that I don't get thorned up and cut up. Yeah. Um, but again, the, the rabbits will sit there, so the stick allows me to kind of get them moving. Okay. There may be some squirrels over here. We'll see. I, you know, uh, generally squirrels are out in the morning. You know, you don't Going think through about a fence. that when, when you see city squirrels or yeah. neighborhood squirrels. They're out all the time, but uh, an actual wild squirrel, when the sun comes up, they feed. And then they go to sleep. And then they come back out just before dark to do some more feeding. But like I said, this place has got a lot of rabbits. And rabbits are good eating. Yeah. Actually, so are squirrels. I'm sure, I'm sure Vic could uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, agree with me. The sugar that. gliders? <laughs> he could agree with me, I'm sure, on the squirrels. Yes. But, uh, you know, so that's the thing about falconry. Um, the main reason people started doing it was for food. It was to feed their families, uh, supply fur. Um, so I still enjoy eating them, you know, eating like the squirrels and the rabbits. Wait, you eat squirrel? Oh yeah, all the time. What does it taste like? Well, my mom still thinks it's turkey soup. Right. So she has Oh, no you've idea. never told her it's actually no. squirrel? No. She, she thinks it's, well, she would never eat it. No kidding. Well, honestly, I would I, never I eat a squirrel. Do you have any on you? I don't have any with me, but we could make that happen. <laughs> we could definitely cook up some. I make it. It's not gamey? Not gamey at all. I make it for the students that I at the university and they gobble it up and they know yeah they know they know it's squirrel i tell them they know everything and uh they're always surprised because they think ah it's gamey it's a rat it's this and that it's the other 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 white meat (laughs) i i would uh i would try it i guess but 
Too bad we don't have Carl to really uh, fancy it up for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he could probably make it taste a little bit better than I do. Are but, you uh, kidding me? It would taste like a, a five-star French meal after he was done. I'd like to see him pinky up with that, though. Right. <laughs> oh, what beautiful. Look at that. We got some turkeys in the field. We got a horse. We got goats. And good thing the goats are on the other pen. One of them, he, he's a little bit aggressive. And uh, I've had to run a few times. <laughs> I'm going to put this box up on this thing here. Okay. And she's going to not want to stay in there. She's going to want to just blast out. So once I open it, she's pretty much just going to fly out. She's excited. She's heard us talking. All right. Hold on. Oh, my God. The box is really rocking now. We're at the hunting spot. I'm looking at the white box. Emmy's in there. Chris is going to let her go. The red-tailed hawk. Whoa! Wow, and there she goes. And there's another red-tailed hawk screaming at her. I hear that. Now Emmy is shopping in their grocery store, so they don't like that. But that's okay. Wait, the, uh, the other red-tailed hawk that we hear in the distance, notice right away? Instantly, yep. So let's go up this way. All right, so now... Uh, Wow, that was so cool. You open the box and, the, and Emmy, the red-tailed hawk, just went flying to the nearest tree. And now uh, she's just perched up there. Now, if you watch. And in the distance, we got a red-tailed hawk that is not happy. Will that one come uh, toward us? They might. And then now, what happens? What you want to do is keep an eye on her. You're going to see she's going to pay attention to me. And she's going to start watching. Uh, all right, now she's hopping from tree to tree. And now you're uh, hitting the bushes, obviously, so... so. And when, if you hear me yell, ho, ho, ho... Yeah. I'm not Santa. Okay. Uh, I just saw something. I'm trying to get her attention. Okay. She's just watching you from above as you just take the big stick and smash it into the brush, hoping that a rabbit me. comes popping out, right? Yeah, rabbit, squirrel. You'll see she's also going to change her behavior. Oh, wow, there she is. She just is following she's just us. stay with me. Okay. Unless she sees something. Because remember, she's 50 feet up in the air. She can see better than I can. Right. Just watch. Yeah. That red-tailed hawk in the uh, distance is not happy. Oh, there it is. There there we we got a red-tailed hawk heading our way. Oh, Emmy is getting excited. She's following us uh, from above, from tree to tree. Come on, girl. Uh-oh. She's flying away a little bit. Over there. All right, she's flying away a little bit. Are you panicking at all? No. I'm just annoyed that she's not staying with me so you can see it. <laughs> right. You think she got something? No, she missed. She missed it? Yeah. What, she dove down and tried to grab it? Yeah, probably a squirrel. Probably ran up the side of a tree. So we'll just go over there and see if we can help her. Okay. I noticed that when she started flying away from you, you, you pulled out a uh, a piece of a of a what a rabbit out of your pocket yeah this is it's known as a lure so i was just trying to get her attention to come back this way because i again i want this to happen in front of us not yeah that'd be cool Ooh, a red cardinal carl's right, uh, carl's with us oh there she is i see her in the trees straight ahead oh yeah all right so let's see if there's something over here okay we found emmy again that was exciting man chris out of nowhere just uh, grabs a piece of an animal out of his pocket. He calls it a lure. Now we're in heavy, heavy sticker bushes. Oh, God damn it. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in sticker bushes. What a lame city boy. All right. I'm following you. Just ripped the shit out of my coat in the stickers. It's okay. I got excited to get a uh, good video, and I'd, on, I was girl. stuck to stickers in my head. Let's go. Let's bring and flush something. I was wondering that big tree over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on, girl. It's funny. You're trying to get a, a woman to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, what's going on, Chris? So this is the lure. So I've trained her over time to when she sees this to come, usually. But when she sees prey, she'd rather go for the prey than the lure. Come on, Amy, let's go. All right, you're throwing out the lure. What, what, what is the lure made of? A piece of leather, and it's got a hunk of squirrel meat on it. Okay. But she must see something because she does not want to follow. So 
one thing I've learned over the years is when she stops following me, that's because she found something. Yeah. So she trains me to come back. So let's go back and see if we can flush which maybe she and, sees. And is she going to wait for you before she goes for the kill? or Maybe. Maybe oh. not. Okay. All right. Chris is uh, flanking to the left to another field. I'm really close to... Uh, Really close to Emmy, actually. You could hear Chris in the distance. This is really cool. All right, she just took off from the tree. She's actually going further away. She got a rabbit. She got a rabbit? She caught one. Yeah. How do you know she caught one? I heard it. You heard it? Rabbits make noise. All right, she might have just caught a rabbit on her own. Go We're going up this way. We're running toward Emmy. All right, now we're near a pretty significant uh, fence to keep the deer out. All right, we're trying to find Emmy, but she she dove at something. Chris saw the whole thing. It was a rabbit. We're looking for Emmy. I went to the left. Chris went to the right. We're both on the uh, one side of this very significant fence. But the thing is, when she catches something... Yeah. She usually stays quiet for a little while. Okay. So another bird or something has to come in and try to steal it. Don't they cover it up with their wings? Yep, they do that known as mantling. Mantling. Yeah, what is mantling? They just uh, basically... So they, when they're on the ground, yeah. it's real easy for something else to steal it. Okay. So what she does is she covers it with her wings, yeah. and then it blends into the ground. Oh, very cool. So I just got to find where she went, because it's so thick. As you can see, it's thick. It's really thick. She could be anywhere, and she blends in with the... Uh, with the ground here. Can we get on the other side of this fence somehow? I can get in over here probably, but I just have to... I don't want to hop in until I know where she is. Yeah. Are you, are you a little worried? No. No? Okay. No. I just gotta... We can't find Emmy. Oh, Emmy! She could be sitting right in front of us. Right. And we never know. But I heard the rabbit, so... I heard the rabbit. Okay. We get some more stickers. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. I just don't want to walk back to get the transmitter. <laughs> right. Where's the transmitter? In the truck. Oh, geez. So if you can't find her, you'll use the transmitter to... How does that work? Yeah, so the she wears the transmitter. I have the receiver back of the truck. Yeah. And the transmitter just emits this little ping. And then I turn on, and directionally, I can point it in her direction, and the ping will get louder. And if I turn it away from it, it gets lower. So it gives me an option, I'm able to walk to her. All right, we're uh, heading back a little bit. Where Chris first saw Emmy dive bomb towards the rabbit. The problem with these fences, these deer fences, yeah, is they're like a gill net, and if she crashes into them, it'll break her neck. But I don't think she did that because I heard the rabbit <laughs> scream. <sighs> All right, Chris went that way. Here, birdie, birdie, here, birdie, birdie. Chris is in some thick shit. I think he's panicking a little bit. It's really quiet out here. I love it. Looking around. I think I could get on the other side of this fence. Lift it up. Oh, shit. Of course I'm going to get stuck. All right. I'm going to crawl under this thing. Yeah, I don't think I can get on, on the other side of this. Let me go over here. Back towards him. Now he's quiet. This is starting to feel like a horror film. In the middle of the woods. A lot of smashed pumpkins around. I'm on the other side. I can't find her yet. All right, we found Chris again. He can't find her. Shit. Now it's a search and rescue, and Chris just said shit. No, I just... I've known Chris a while. I've never heard him curse, so uh, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, she's fine. I just didn't want the, you know... I want this to be nice and easy and fun. <laughs> I like you know? that. Uh, it's, it's this. But like I said, she, with that red tail that was screaming when we first got here, yeah. she's probably on a little edge, just like, all right, let me hide, make sure the coast is clear. Honestly, if we probably just stand here and be quiet, yeah. we'll probably hear her bells as she starts to feed. Yeah. How but, long does she wait before she uh, feeds on her kill? Sometimes right away. Yeah. Sometimes a little while. Yeah. Like I said, I think she's a little worked up because of that hawk. Yeah. Like I said, she's also a little bit heavy. Yeah. You know, I wasn't expecting it to be 50 today, so that doesn't help. But um, let me go back that way. I'll hop back over. Okay. And then we'll just wait. We'll see. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Really interesting. What a cool hobby, man. It was wild, though, man. We uh, 
soon as we hit the open field toward like this little area that's more woods that has squirrels and rabbits as soon as we start heading toward this area the another red-tailed hawk just was not happy that there was another one in the area didn't really come close but you found her Running toward Chris. Like I said, I walked by her. Oh, you walked by her? He found her on the other side of the fence. Can I get over there? I went under it. You went under it where? Right here? Yeah, all right. I'm going to crawl under the fence. Is she feeding? No, she's just hiding. She's in a thicket. All right. Dude. <laughs> I should get a picture of this. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm on the other side of the fence with Chris yeah. now. Okay. She's in there. She's in the middle of that? Yeah, you can see her from over here. Okay. And did she catch it? Oh, yeah. No so shit. You can see how, how well she blends in. Oh, shit, yeah. Chris is taking pictures. I'll obviously uh, have some visuals from this podcast. You can see how she's in there under the cover, again, to hide from that hawk. Yeah. So she probably caught it out here in the open and then ran into that. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pull her out. So oh, and she's it. doing, uh, she's spreading her wings to hide the kill. Yeah. And you can see now that we're with her, yeah. she's starting to eat. She feels safe. You know, when she was by herself, she wanted to make sure there was nothing around. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. she sees me. She's like, oh. All right, hold on. Let me get a video of you pulling her out of the brush. All right, we found Emmy. She, uh... She went for her own kill. She didn't eat Chris today. She got a rabbit. Chris is reaching in. Will she attack you because you're going after her food? Nope. Okay, there she is. Whoa. Whoa, she did get a rabbit. Holy shit, that is so cool. So if you want, you can go around the front of her so you can get a better video. Yeah. Yeah. But is she going to start feeding? She doesn't care about you at all. (laughs) She's just going to turn her back to you. Really? And there you have it, man. Emmy is like, this is mine. So you can see this is mantling. Right, she's mantling. You can see she's how, how well she blended in. Oh my god, we couldn't find her for the longest time. Now she's mantling to hide the uh, the squirrel from the other red-tailed hawk, right? Yep. That's a small little rabbit. So what we're gonna do, because we're over the fence, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna trade her a little bit. Part of the trade is so that I can also, if I wanted to eat this myself. So again, I'd let her eat some, so it's, you don't want to steal it from her. Yeah. So you let her eat some. She usually goes right for the guts, because that's where all the nutrition is. Okay. And then I'll give her a piece from a previous kill. Yeah. She'll let go. She'll take. I'll take what she's got, and then I can walk out of here without having to try to carry her. She can fly over the fence. Yeah, yeah. It's easier for her. Let me, uh, let me just get it. Oh, yeah, she keeps turning her back on me. She's like, hey, dude. And I'm in the wrong spot to get pictures for you. That is badass. Now you know why I wear these thick pants. Sure. Oh, well, let me get that. There now, Chris has got we go. the red-tailed hawk and the, this and the kill. This one the opening so we could see her. I can get a picture for you. <laughs> oh, she's going for it. Yep, so she'll start plucking. Now we're watching her. She is just going to town on the rabbit. She's just plucking at the uh, the fur. So what they like to what they like to do is try to get to the guts first because... That's where all the nutrition is. So chances are somebody might steal this from her. Yeah. So why eat flesh and meat when there's not as much nutrition? So in her head, she's got limited time on the ground. So she tries to get to the innards first. You know, we're the only animal that just eats the meat and throws all the innards away, you know. Uh, And then what happens is she's got a crop. So a crop is kind of like jowls for, I guess you could say, like a hamster or whatnot. So what she'll do is she'll fill up her crop, and you'll see her throat get really big like a ball. And again, that's so she can get as much in and get off the ground without something coming in. Now, around here, you know, hawks, eagles are predators. Uh, I hunt up, up in Connecticut also. I have a non-resident hunting falconry license in Connecticut. My in-laws have a farm up there. I have to be careful because of coyotes. Um... Typically, when she catches a rabbit, they'll scream, and the rabbit will scream until the, it's dead. And if she doesn't kill it quick enough, that's a, that's a dinner bell for a coyote. And they'll come running over, and they could potentially catch her also. Wow. So around here, I don't have to worry about coyotes, but, or as much. <laughs> but 
she's neatly taking the fur off the rabbit. It's 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 pretty amazing to watch. Oh yeah, she she's just and you can see she's slowly working her way up towards like the the armpit. Yeah, because that's the easiest spot to break through. So I'm gonna give her something here now to kind of trade her. And what we're gonna do is we're just gonna walk out of here and let her eat. Oh, she's gotten to the guts. Wow, nature. Oh my God, they don't. Oh. There you go. Wow, it's like spaghetti. That's amazing. All right, so I'm just cutting up a piece of rabbit from it. What, what? What is that? That's the that's the small intestine. Okay. And eventually you'll see the stomach or the large intestine. <laughs> That'll be next. That is amazing. There we go. There's the rest of it. So again, like I said, she goes right for the innards because that's where all the nutrition is. Yeah. And she'll eat everything. Bones, fur, skull, everything. She'll eat this whole thing? The whole thing if I leave it for her. Um, but again, I want to I man- manage her weight this time of year. So I don't want to... Because if she eats that whole thing now, it'll yeah. take weeks before she's like at hunting weight again. Okay. So I'll let her eat. I'll let her get a reward. I'll trade her. And then I'll feed her some more. Like we're going to... I'm going to let her fly to you. So then she's going to eat every time she comes to you. So she's going to get a pretty full meal today. So I'm going to trade her. All right. Now we're doing uh, what's called a trade. As I as I uh, as I, I watch to, here, Emmy, the red-tailed hawk, is over her kill. The rabbit, she got to the guts, but now, oh, you just put something else in her mouth she, and, and, gra- and grab the rabbit, and that goes in my bag. So and let's go uh, on the other side of the fence. There's some good eats. All right, some you just put eats. the rabbit in the bag, and we're heading out. We'll go that way, and we're gonna let her eat. Uh, we'll let her finish her thing. Okay. All right. Why don't you go first? I'll let you uh, brush the way. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is cool. That is really cool. Why don't you go under there? Yeah, why don't you get a picture of this oh, there, yeah. Chris? Don't you worry. All right, All right. go back under the fence. <laughs> so, ow, out of the hunting area. <laughs> All right, Chris is now, he's he's through the fence as well. Okay. All right, so let's now we're going to go uh, back out into the open field. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do with the rest of that rabbit? It's early in the season. Yeah. So, I generally start saving them for her. Okay. Because I have to feed her year-round. Right. So I try to get a pile of them in the freezer so I have food year-round. Right. But that was a nice small one. They are great fried. <laughs> fried rabbit or beer. I've had rabbit. Beer braised rabbit. Uh, some of my favorites. So we'll see. We'll de- we'll de- I'll determine that later. We're probably going to save it for her. My friend Jimmy growing up, um, his father was an avid hunter. And his mom was a belly dancer, for real. And when I would go over there, for, uh, what they now call play dates, <laughs> she uh, she cooked up the rabbit, and we had it with uh, fries. I remember, and I remember liking it a lot. So she's gonna start following us back to the truck. So she knows the drill. Also, she catches something. We go back to the truck. Yeah. I feed her again. Okay. She also knows when I'm with somebody, they usually have more food because yeah. that person will call them. So, so yeah, let's keep walking. Let's see All, if right. We can... All right. So we're walking and. Uh, and um, Emmy's going to follow us. She's up in a tree right now, about 100 yards behind us. Yeah, so Jimmy's mom was a belly dancer. <laughs> With the rabbit. Well, the father was like an army guy, and I guess met uh, Jimmy's mom because yeah. she was Hawaiian. Yeah, man, she would belly dance at a, at a restaurant on 25A. Really? Yeah, this is a real story. She was hot as shit. I loved going over to Jimmy's house as a kid. Ooh. Right here, right here. Oh, there she is. I heard, I heard her. She's, she's hopping so along see, from tree to tree. So you can see how hard it is to see her. The bells help. I can then hear where she is or I can hear if she moves. Yeah. Um, also, like... And you're very uh, in tune with those bells and where she's at at all times. Yeah, and not only that, just how the bells move. So, like, if we're squirrel hunting and she stops following... Yeah. Sometimes you'll hear, like, just the bells go... Jing, jing, jing. Jing, 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 jing. But she's not moving. Okay. Because she sees something. So she's almost like a cat crouching down. Yeah. Making, trying to make. Getting ready. Come on, girl. To pounce. Here she is. Wait, what's going on? She's right in the tree I want. All right, so she's in the tree I want. Okay. So you can see her right there. Yeah. See all the briars? Yeah. It's thick as shit, but there's a lot of rabbits. All right, let me get my. uh... So if I were you, I'd stand over here. It's this way. She's probably going to crash in there. Okay. Just watch your step. There's a, a ditch over here. I don't want you tripping. No problem, brother. Right there. All right, following Chris into another, another ditch. Hopefully, uh, another hunting spot. I'm right above Emmy. She's in the tree above us. 
going back into the, the thick of things. All right, hold on. So why don't you stand here? Right here? I'm going to walk. She's up here. I mean, if you want to get a little closer. Yeah. But she's right here. I'm just going to walk in circles. And, next year, see if I and see if you get a rabbit going. Oh, she's going already. Oh, there she goes. Oh, my God. She went flying like two feet over our head. She missed it, though. How do you know she missed that? So rabbits, when she catches them, they scream. Yeah. Uh, so she missed that. But let her get back up. This and... is so fascinating. I hope I'm capturing it. But basically, <laughs> I, I was, uh, Emmy was like 20 feet uh, in a tree above us. And I was getting into position, and I can't believe how quick she was. She went soaring straight down at, at a rabbit and missed it. Yeah, so red-tailed hawks um, are not built for speed without on their own. They need gravity. So they have to get up in a tree or soar. You'll see them on telephone poles. So now what I need to do is wait for her to get up high in a tree again. Okay. Because she's too low to catch something. So... There she, she goes. goes. She knows the drill. You can hear the bells. She knows the so drill. She's right above she's us. She's right above right, us. That is keep, so cool. Keep an eye on stuff and see what I can do. All right, let me. Uh, all right, Chris is going to wander to try to get some rabbits to move around a little bit. And uh, Emmy is literally 20 feet right above my head. All right, so we're going for another kill here. Chris is wandering around with his big stick, trying to flush out a rabbit or a squirrel or something. Emmy's just chilling on that branch. But really looking at Chris. Just staring at Chris. She's well trained and knows that uh, at any moment Chris could flush out a rabbit. And as far as I go, I'm back in sticker bushes. Ah, Christ. The stock. Oh. Yeah, and we just turned to watch Chris. That's the bells you hear. Every time she moves, you hear those bells. Oh, she really wants Chris to find something. Oh, there she goes. She missed it. She missed it. Yeah. She just went flying at a, another rabbit. I don't know if we're gonna get another shot. <laughs> I walked around that pretty good. But the rabbits will let you stand on them. Oh, really? Before they take off, they they really depend on their camouflage. Yeah. So let me just try this one more spot here. Okay. Then we'll call it a day. All right. Chris is going to uh, try this last spot here before we call it a day. But I'll tell you what, man. It was really cool no matter what. Chris is basically trying to flush out a rabbit so I can really see Emmy uh, pounce. Because the first one, we didn't really see it. She perches up in a tree 20, 25 feet, 30 feet up. And that's how she could dive down it really quick and really fast. And uh, I saw her do that twice, but she missed uh, she missed the two rabbits. And then, obviously, the first one we didn't really see because uh, she was in the distance when she did get the kill. But pretty cool, man. And she is just chilling and waiting for Chris. Oh, she's hopping from uh, branch to branch. She wants to uh, get a better look at Chris. Now she's moving to another tree that's closer to Chris, who's in the middle of these uh, thick, thick sticker bushes. Perfect place for a rabbit. But yeah, Emmy just kind of follows along wherever Chris is, just hops from tree to tree. It's a hell of a workout. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I want one more spot though. I'm gonna usually behind these these beehives. Yeah. We didn't walk through that, so I'm gonna go down it and come through. Hopefully I can kick something this way. Okay. So you might see something come out. Alright. We'll see. And then and then that's it. <laughs> now you tell me there's beehives. That's great. Are there any bees in there? Yeah. And here's the beehives. Oh yeah. It's all sorts of a lot of beehives and probably couple hundred bees just kind of chilling and flying around we walked past this spot three or four times and chris uh, failed to tell me that uh not only are are there beehives that but that they're active today because it's kind of warm out emmy's way i would say emmy's about uh i don't know two three hundred yards away from us right now in a tree chris is walking behind the beehives i think he's calling it are you calling it well, that wasn't a bad hunt. 
That was a great hunt. I loved it. I mean, generally. I loved it. I, I mean, you know, I, I got to see uh, I got to see the aftermath after she, you know. And then you got to see her crash a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we'll do, because usually I just hunt once and done. Right. Because I don't, I, I, I'm limited to how many you know, places I have. I'm always looking for new places. Yeah. If I go and take five rabbits today, yeah. then what do I do tomorrow? Of course. So I kind of like to take one and leave it. Okay. So now what we'll do, I'm going to give you a glove and let you call her. Nice. And then I'm going to put on the glove and uh, retrieve Emmy. So just uh, get your hand in there all the way. Don't let her fly off with it if she takes it. Okay. She shouldn't. All right. What you're going to do is I'm going to put some food in your hand. Okay. And you're going to keep it in your hand, but keep your hand down. Okay. At your side. Okay. Until I tell you. Okay. And what you're going to do is you're going to point the gloved hand's shoulder. Yeah. In her direction. Keep your arm bent. All right. Uh, mainly because she's going to want to go to the high point. Okay. So if you drop your arm, she'll move up to your shoulder. Okay. Keep your arm bent. She'll stay there. We'll take some pictures. All right. I'll grab some pictures with this. Nice. Can I look at her? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, go ahead. Like Come this? On, Come on, Emmy, let's go. All right. Come on, girl. Here she comes. Here she comes. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. She landed right on my left uh, left arm. That is badass. <laughs> nice to meet you, Emmy. What's up? Emily, whoa. Okay, she's going back up. She, right. she knows what happens. All right. Oh, she can go high, though. All right, so what we'll do is we'll do it again. Yeah. We'll get another video. Okay. I'll do this one at regular speed. That was slow-mo. And then we'll get some pictures. That's awesome. All right. Lift my arm up. Yeah, go ahead. With a piece of rabbit in it. Here we yeah. go. Come on, girl. She just turned her back on us. <laughs> Showing her the food in my left hand. Come on, girl. And here she comes. Here she comes. Here she comes. Wow, that is awesome. That is so cool. Wow. So you think? That is it's amazing. Cool. It, it's, I think it's even cooler than what I thought this would be, man. She came swooping out of the tree, landed right on the, the thick glove. I thought I'd be really scared, to be completely honest with you, but it, 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 that was just badass. You know, and that's the thing. I think with most people, you just get intimidated. When was when did you ever hold a hawk or yeah, eagle yeah, yeah. like that? That was wild. That right. a few minutes ago was catching rabbits. Yeah. You know, it, for me, th- it never gets old. Yeah. You know? It's just awesome. Well, plus the excitement of bringing someone new out here. I'm sure you get off on that a little bit. Yeah. I, like I said, I get a lot. I rarely get to do this by myself, not complaining, because if you know me real already, I like to share yeah, experiences yeah. with people. Um, but yeah, it's not every day you get you get a you get a hawk. To catch a rabbit in front of you, yeah. let you be inches yeah. from it doing its thing, and then call it. Right. It's like it's like Beastmaster. Right on. Oh, Chris, this was a, an amazing experience. Obviously, it's Fish Guy Photos on Instagram. A lot of this stuff is on your Instagram. Yeah, I post stuff all the time. You know, I, so I'm Fish Guy. You know, I'm a marine biologist by background, yeah. but I don't like cold water. Right. So as soon as it gets cold, I start switching to wildlife photography, hawking, falconry. Yesterday, I posted pictures of my friend's falcon. He, we were out pheasant hunting with his falcon. So, yeah. yeah, if you follow me, definitely check it out. It keeps, keeps you up, keep you up on all the stuff I'm doing. Right on. Are we walking out of the woods now? Yeah, or? so what I'm going to do, she's looking for me, so I'm trying to get something as she sees it. So what I'm going to do for you... Now she really wants to leave, right? So, yeah, well, no, she knows what's going to happen next, because so, I, I always feed her last. Okay. So if you want, I'll feed her, and okay. you could pretty much keep your face right in front of my glove, and she'll fly at you. Or if you want oh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That'd be cool. You know, what am I doing? Right there, I'm going to put my hand up, and she'll fly okay. right at you. Okay, cool. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. Look at that. That's Emmy, the red-tailed hawk. So here's her transmitter. Yeah. You can see the bells. Yeah. You can see she's starting to get a crop in her throat. So you can also see how there's no hesitation coming to me. Yeah. You know, she's a little hesitant coming to you. She doesn't know you. But she does this almost every time I take her out. So she gets, again, she doesn't know you. You got the microphone. It might. It's a little bit different. A few years ago, I did this for uh, a girl who was in a wheelchair. Um... And I took her to feel like this. She got to watch, and then I had her stand up. But Amy was nervous with the wheelchair, but she still came over and landed on the girl's arm, which 
made her day also, you know. But you can see she's eating the squirrel leg. So the important is to feed her all these bones keeps her beak sharp. Okay. Because the beak is constantly growing. So yeah. she needs those bones to br- keep it from overgrowing. Right. Um, you might have heard like owl pellets. Like in biology in high school, you'd take a, bio- a pellet from an owl, which is their regurgitated non-digestible food. Yeah. And you can digest, dissect it. And if the owl, say, ate a mouse, swallowed it whole, you could glue the mouse bones back together because the owl doesn't digest the bone. She digests everything. So when she spits up the pellet, it's just fur. She digests the bone for everything. It all goes. She's going to town on that rabbit. She likes this. But you can see again how she she came in quick when it was me. Oh, yeah. She know, you know. Oops, there she goes. Now she'll swallow that hole. <laughs> She's going to swallow that whole yeah. thing? Yeah. That's so badass. Chris, thanks so much. You're welcome, man. This is cool. Chris from Fish Guy Photos on the old Instagram. Here's a crop. See how it's like puffed up? So she's full now, huh? Yeah. Again, the rabbit hunting, the rabbit hunting is, is, like I said, tough because it doesn't always happen right in front of you. No, I, I think it, I, I learned a lot about falconry. falconry. Uh, I got to learn how to say the, the word properly. <laughs> uh, it's a little cold out here now. The sun has gone uh, behind the clouds and. Oops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right. So that's the other thing about this this sport. You know, I, after I take people or people come to my falconry lectures or read my articles, they're always like, "I want to be a falconer. Can you be my sponsor?" And this is intense. This is this is quite the the require the time requirement. You know, uh, that you have to put in for this. So like, I do. We just did now about three times a week. The season goes from October to March. So if you had like a nine to five job, there's no doing this yeah. because well, you got to be at work before the sun's up. And um, plus going on vacation, it's hard enough if you've got a dog or cats, getting someone to watch them or board them. How about, hey, I'm going away. Can you come over to my house, feed my <laughs> hawk, cut up a squirrel that's in the freezer? Right. It's kind of hard to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, again, luckily I know a lot of people. I meet a lot of people. I, I know a few people that have raptor experience they're rehabbers or whatnot or work at the aquarium uh we call her our nanny janine our nanny she comes in house sits because she can take care of the hawk the dogs the cats you know uh, but again not everybody has that someone like that um, and yes. what happens off season what happens to the red-tailed hawk so in end of march the season ends for a bunch of reasons uh most importantly is they start molting their feathers so to grow new feathers they need a lot of nutrition so if I'm feeding her, if I'm feeding her a lot, she's not going to want to cooperate because she's yeah. full. So that's part of it. And back in the box she goes. Whoa, whoa geez, shit. All right, she's all right. She's all right. <laughs> but you see how she jumped. She jumped right in. into the box. You know, so she's happy to be in there. You think? Or I mean, she didn't fight. I didn't have to push her in there. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. So that's one. You know, often a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, this bird. You, you, you know, because you know, I trapped her. She was a wild bird when I got her. But how do you trap her? We'll talk about that. In a okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> but you know, but like you just saw, she could have flown away at any time. Yeah. She didn't have to give me that rabbit. You saw how easily she just let go yeah. of the rabbit. She didn't have to come down to me at the end. She jumped into the box. So, you know, she's she could leave at any time. So it's not like she's, you know... Well, she's pretty much domesticated, too. Well, and you that, obviously take care of her. But, and that's, it, but that's something different, though. So a lot of falconers with a red-tailed hawk after their first season with it yeah. will release it. They'll fatten it up in the spring and just let it go. And the reason for it is because you're only allowed to trap a passage bird, which is a young-of-the-year bird. So it's a bird that was hatched in May. Mom and Dad fed it, kicked it out of the nest, and it's on its own. So when I got her, she was on her own, hunting, doing what she had to do. Um, 70% of those birds in the wild die their first winter. So by trapping a passage bird, you're not affecting the breeding population. So like if a bird made it a whole winter... That's a strong bird. It's smart. It knows how to hunt. You don't want to take that. Yeah. So some falconers, when they trap a bird, knowing that, they're like, oh, well, you know what? I gave it a head start. I taught it how to hunt, how to survive. You'll fatten it up, and they release them, and it'll be fine. The bird will do just fine. And that's part of why you have to trap your first bird, because if you don't know what you're doing, and the bird gets away, it's not going to starve to death. It's a red tail. (laughs) 
the red-tailed hawk is like basically telling us beat it as we uh as we walk back uh to the car uh Um, interesting observation really fast Uh, we're about a half mile from the car and we just walked about a quarter mile to put emmy back in her box so we could you know safely transport her back to your house and uh she was just chilling on your arm and just looking around and was very very content yeah she's uh they said she knows the drill you know she you heard how she was excited when we got here yeah she got a little excited today because she was chasing a turkey she was chasing all those rabbits you know the other red tails were yelling at her so you know, but once she caught that one, she tuned right in and watched everything I did. She followed me around. She was a little hesitant at first coming down to you, but again, you're different. You got a microphone in your hand. <laughs> so, you know, but, and then, yeah, as soon as I hold the food, she comes right to me. Right. Um, so it's, it's now, uh, you, so, uh, after March. So, yeah, so after March, uh, she's done she hunting. Thing. So I have a big enclosure in my backyard. It's about 10 foot by 20 foot by about 10 foot tall. So it's like really just a big bird cage. And she hangs out in there eating and molting her feathers, taking baths, you know, doing bird things. And then at the end of the summer, I start conditioning her, getting her weight back, and then we hunt her. And uh, what's amazing is first time out of the box, it's like we never stopped. Really? She's, she's following. She's listening. She Sometimes she's a little slow catching because she's just out of shape a little bit but yeah. you would not know we didn't hunt for six months that's wild and and you obviously feed her during the off season oh yeah so oh, does she eat as much in the off season or uh, yeah i feed her probably a little bit more just because she's got to molt and growing those yeah. feathers does she ever want to just soar so she does sometimes when we're hunting uh one of the things i've been trying to do it just hasn't it hasn't worked out because you got to teach them things so she follows and turns because she's she's learned that I'm making noise and things are flushing, so she catches on after a while. Let's say there's rabbits in this field, but there's no trees right here, right? Sometimes I get her soaring. If I can get her soaring, yeah, and I flush a rabbit when I'm when we're doing that, yeah, she'll learn. Right. So then I could start going to fields that are just open fields. But it's again, it's trying to teach her that. So unfortunately, most of the fields I hunt are not really fields; they're woodlots, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, so mostly she does is perch, but uh, yeah, sometimes she just gets up, circling. And I had one day a few years ago, had my in-laws. It was a little windy. She got up, started soaring, and literally miles away, I could just see a speck, and she disappeared. And my in-laws were all freaking out. They're like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "She'll be back. She'll be back." And sure enough, you know, I just took out the lure and started whistling. You saw her soaring back, and she came right back, grabbed the that lure. So cool. So you know, it's definitely that's a, it's a neat neat yeah, experience. Yeah. You know, but uh, let's, let's put her back in the car. Here. All right, I think we're coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, god, Chris, this this was awesome, absolutely awesome. Uh and how do they find you? Obviously, Fish Guy Photos on Instagram. Fish Guy Photos on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but I don't do a lot on Twitter. Uh, Good YouTube. for you, by the way. Twitter is just a, a, a cesspool. They're just, they're, everybody's miserable. I've never met so many miserable people in one, or seen so many miserable people in one spot. And, and Well, and for every miserable person, they have like 10 accounts. Right. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they I, really want to shove that misery uh, at you. I'm there because I have to be, but if you yeah, want to reach me, Instagram is my favorite. People seem to be really cool on Instagram. And you do a lot of lectures on, uh, you know, marine biology and hunting. and. I speak from Montauk to New York City about two to three times a week. Uh, I'm in a little lull right now just because of the holidays. Yeah. Um, but I'll, uh, January 8th, I'm back at it doing, doing lectures. I do falconry lectures also, one of which is at Mustache Brewing Company in Riverhead. Yeah, that's where I met you, and... Uh... They got a cool little brewery out, out, out here in the, the Riverhead area, so. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they, they, I host a lecture series with them. Every two weeks we bring in a guest speaker on right. all sorts of topics. But, yeah, my falconry talk there is a pretty popular one. Yeah. Right on. All right, we're getting back into Chris's truck. The wind is really starting to kick up. It looks like it might even, uh, it might even rain. I think we're going to go get a beer and hang out. Ugh. All right, guys. This was pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I got uh, uh, links to videos in the description of this video. Also, join the Facebook group. There's a link to join the Pod Squad, our little Facebook group. So uh, it would be nice to see you.
in there as well. And uh, any any final words there, Chris? No, thanks. Thanks for coming out. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, for, like, for, <laughs> uh, for me, like I said, I, 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 I just enjoy taking people and seeing the enjoyment they get out of it. So uh, thank you. Oh, and I enjoyed the hell out of this. All right, guys, we're out. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-